again for the second time this week. My name is Cody Bradley and I have in the studio with me tonight Robert Russert and Ali Trost who was only seven minutes late. Only seven. She said it was ten. Hey, always over promise. <laughs> Lesson for everyone in life. Right, so we're all happy with and how many when you're seven minutes late. How many stoplights did you run on the way here to get here seven minutes? <laughs> Random because from my work to the studio, yeah, I only come in contact with two and both were green. So, yeah, lucky day. there you go. We're in a good spot here in Mission. You can just, it's like hop right out there on end of Metcalf and you're on the interstate and you can be in downtown in like two minutes. I, I like these, it. Of all true. these events that I have to go to, it's very quick. It's that exit off a uh, 35, though, that every time I need to make sure I slow down enough. Because oh, yeah, it is pretty yeah. sharp. <laughs> yeah. The <laughs> first time I took it, I was like, oops. I held yeah. on for dear life. The only the only red that I encountered this evening were <laughs> the Twizzlers that I just oh, ate. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which are my favorite candy. For anyone listening, if you ever want to make me happy, send me Twizzlers. We're going to get a bushel of I'm those addicted. now. <laughs> I had a cavity recently. I'm like, it's because I eat too many Twizzlers. I know it. Was that your first? No, oh. like my second or third. Oh, okay. I go. wasn't that good of a brusher growing up. You guys have learned something already. <laughs> what Allie's favorite candy is. I got my first Probably age 50, info. so I'm pretty happy about that. Okay. You were first Quite rubbing cavity? it in my face. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's impressive. That's because of genes, though. Good enamel, good saliva. That's all it is. It's nothing to do with me. You, I don't even floss. How do you, so. how, how, Are you how, talking crap on my teeth over here? <laughs> no, I'm just saying that <laughs> that's why. Attacked. How could someone make it through childhood without getting a cavity? A cavity. I drank a lot of soda and stuff. I have no idea. Just good genes. Wow. Okay. Thanks, Dad. You're an enigma. <laughs> so let's talk about the all-star game. Let's do it. <laughs> Ilya and uh, and Zussi. Ilya, who's Ilya? That's what they were calling him all night last night. Everyone, and that's every not the first time, time either. Referred. Yeah, and I'm not even sure. I'm giving them the benefit of the doubt that they were using the uh at the end, but I'm pretty sure it was just Illy. It was just Illy the whole time. I think you're right. But Kuzain also called him Illy, so I'm I'm, I'm beginning to doubt myself on, but on like, how I we're. I feel like Illy's a nickname. Yeah, that might be the case. You know, like Ilya. <laughs> Is the full name? Yeah, there's Ilya a lot. Is the short name <laughs> <laughs> because there's so much difference between the two. A feminine, but, but yeah. Yeah. anyway, we were getting lazy in our in in our speech here. Yeah, we but are. the uh at the end of that is a lot of work to get to the end. <laughs> so they both got 45 minutes. Um, both looked pretty good. I'm, I'm Sanchez did. Sorry. Yeah, he he almost. Ilya. I, I thought like, he. Uh, there was one moment I thought he created a goal. He was mm-hmm. all the way up the field and stuck his boot in and poked a ball away and. Created an opportunity like right there, and somebody, I don't even remember who it was, somebody shanked it. Yeah, yeah. I remember that moment too. But we were talking before that he is just so relaxed and calm out there. And it's like, it's almost like he's not taking it seriously. Of course, he is. We know that. But he's just so smooth and just nonchalant and just, hey, this is what I do. Everybody else was out there like 
ready to put on a show and, and <laughs> you know excited and amped up and he was just in his own element like but just, that's like yeah. that's what i love about him though. yeah it's that calm confidence that he doesn't change anything about the way he plays whether it's you know an all-star game or just another you know MLS it was just it was just routine just like hey. he was just in his routine i love it and yes. every pass he tries to make is a penetrative pass it's not let's pass it around the sides you know yeah, yeah he's trying to penetrate yeah which is probably why after you know, just such a short time at sporting, he's already on the all-star roster. So. Yeah. I know, and it's cool because he's in such like a an unforgiving role. Yeah. It's hard to get any claim any to fame love. in that in that position. <laughs> I know, which is why I'm really glad that he did because, you know, Zeus, even though I feel like this might be his last, if not one of his last years, getting voted to all-star, it's coming to an end, I'm sure, for him. But, like, that was a little bit more yeah. expected. But Ilya was like, wait, yeah. what? That's awesome. So. <laughs> And Zussi uh, made a penalty kick. Yeah. Contributed. I was a little surprised because, uh, as Cody was saying, Cody, what happened last time? As yeah, I mentioned? Uh, yeah. Adrian Healy brought up <laughs> while as he's taking the the uh, penalty kick was something on the lines of, oh, he knows what he's doing in penalty kicks because of the, we all remember the 2013 MLS Cup in, in very different <laughs> conditions. But also, Zussi missed that penalty kick. <laughs> yes, so. he did. And badly. <laughs> oh yeah. God. Sent it way over the bar. <laughs> so he knows what he's doing because he's learning from his mistakes. Right. It's yeah. hopefully That's what it. he meant. <laughs> but that was cool. Uh, I once You said you weren't confident in the penalty kicks. Whenever we took it to penalty yeah. kicks, I thought, they might, I thought they might steal it. Yeah, well. I thought Zach Steffen was going to come up big and have another... It's a uh, what's the word I want to say? It's a uh, what is it? What's the phrase? It's a I don't know. You take your chances. <laughs> I don't know. It's a crap. Shoot. I really want. Oh, that's okay. what I'm trying to say. A crap shoot. Yeah, that's yeah. true. Yeah, but I tell you what, <laughs> Stefan got his hand on a couple of them. Yeah, that one. Yeah. That one almost hit him in the face. <laughs> did it? Almost hit him in the face, and he didn't save it. But it was just like <laughs> it was just a well taken shot. A lot of pace. Yeah. Yeah. And then the night before, I guess before, was the homegrown game. Our little brothers also got 45 minutes in that one. Juan Cousin, Juan Kumal, and Jalen Lindsay. Went for the whole shooting match on the game there, on the name there. I did. I felt confident going in. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah. Jalen started. I didn't watch much of it, but I saw him get a few touches. Ow. (laughs) They beat. They won that game, didn't they? Oh, uh, no, they drew 1-1. Yeah, one, it was one. like 1-1. One, one. Yeah. Oh. Tigris. But, uh, you know, I, I would expect Lindsay to play left back come Saturday night. Yeah. I mean, I don't see, I don't see like, Colton Storm or Sestinovic coming in to take that spot anytime soon. At least that's what it's been made pretty Did clear. Did Sestinovic play left back in Houston for the Open Cup game? Um, he did, didn't he? That sounds familiar, yes. Yeah. So, okay, maybe. But they lost that game. Well, yes, they <laughs> so, did. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> yes, they I did. I don't know. But, <laughs> Four I mean, two, wasn't it? Touché. <laughs> we know very well that that doesn't mean Peter is going to switch things up just because a team that, just because it's a team that they've lost to. Yeah, well, I'm probably jumping in too early into that, so sorry about that. But Yeah, that's that's very true. But I guess we can't get in there. Any final words? What do we miss on the All-Star game, All-Star festivities? So do we want to talk about do we what do we think of the All-Star game? I mean, it's pointless. Well, actually, so actually I'm glad you brought that up. I have been on the train for several years now that they're good enough and that 
there are enough other players that are not getting recognized in this league that they should. And so I was at one point advocating for MLS versus MLS. But I don't know. I'd For some reason, the game last night seemed legit. See, it seemed like they can keep doing this maybe for another year or two. I agree, though. Like, I think an Eastern Conference, like, All-Star and a Western Conference All-Star, like NBA does, would be yeah. incredible. I know it would. I think it gets people a little so bit more. used to do. Well, and I think also it helps kind of, because I think a lot of people who don't root for MLS, it's because it's like they have this weird thing against, like, oh, soccer is, like, not an American thing. It's like yeah. they think that we're, like, stealing soccer. And so to show that it, to show the American soccer, East versus West, MLS versus MLS, I think would yeah. help kind of keep some of that out maybe for some people. And, again, it would get more people voted in All-Star, which is kind of cool. Yes, that is very true. But it, they do use this as a showcase for for the league. Like, yeah. to the world, it's a showcase. That's and true. I think, and but, I think there is some value to that still. Yeah. Well, I think the showcase is in. We're gonna get people to watch because it's Juventus. Yeah, we're gonna right. Get people to watch I know because it's yeah. Well, I know, but at least for the still... time being. Like I think, yeah. in the future, in like ten, maybe fifteen years, when MLS has made a bigger, faster stride in America, then it could be like MLS versus MLS, like yeah. NBA basketball is a national, international sport, but yeah. they do East versus West. But it's just like how basketball is perceived. I think in America is a little different, obviously, than yeah, than it's soccer. And it's still, you know, once you get, they might be, if the world's watching, they might be watching for Juventus, but then there is reason to be, like, impressed at some of the players that you're seeing oh, yeah. from the oh, Major yeah. League Soccer team. No doubt. Can no we get doubt. those numbers from the broadcast? Do we know, like, <laughs> international viewership versus... Man, I bet that was, I bet that did come out today Because I'm sure point. that's, like, I'm looking All right, that's an info. I'll look it up. So what's going to get more people from European clubs that are looking to buy players to watch or pay attention, or is that something they even pay attention well, that's, to? Yeah, that's a good point. I, that would the current format would mm-hmm. do more than an East versus West, I think. But here's what I'm very glad about because I think this is ridiculously stupid. As I'm wearing my St. Louis Cardinals hat, the Major League Baseball All Star Game, the winning team, that team gets the home field advantage in the World Series. To me, that is absolutely ridiculous. Yeah, that doesn't make any sense at all because that's one team benefits. One, literally, one team benefits <laughs> yeah. for, and like that because is a doing what? massive benefit. That's <laughs> yeah. not just like a little oh, like here you go, here's this like little thing that's like kind of a nice bonus. No, that's like what every team in any league, any game that you play, any sport. That is what you want. You want your whatever your championship game to be. Oh, yeah. You want it on your home field. Like, yeah, that is exactly. not fair. So is that an effort to make the Major League Baseball game more mean more, get more attention? What? Yes. Yeah. It was to get them to care about it and want to play. Yeah, but, like, I don't think that yeah, they did a good job. For one team. Like, people still aren't, like. <laughs> well, it doesn't benefit me. Yeah. Well, anyway. I know, and it's always kind of funny because the – it's the manager of the World Series, the, the managers of the World Series mm-hmm. teams right. coach it. Right. And so the next year, they're picking players that could help them, like, specifically win that game, <laughs> as, you know, and not, That's not a good trying point. to reward someone. That's a good like, point. Yeah, they're trying to stack their bench with a bunch of. Yeah. Or, yeah. 
Anyway, that's baseball. We don't need to be yeah, on we that. We don't need to talk about that. Now, our theme of accurate partial information, uh, as Cody's continuing to look this up, I assume. It's, I can't the, numbers, the numbers are not, not in out yet. yet. Okay. <laughs> but I swore a couple years ago that actually contractually with the Major League Soccer, Major Soccer, uh, Major League Soccer Players Association, there are actually like 24 players who have to be named All-Stars because then – a lot of players have that in their contracts that if you're named an all-star, you get an incent, you get more pay. Oh. So I think actually, if I remember right, there are more players that are actually technically named all-stars, but they're not actually on the all-star team. I may be wrong about that. So that's the partial information, but so <laughs> that's, somebody that's out the there part. in Cyberland maybe can illuminate Let us. us yeah, I think I've, that's actually the case. I've never and that's heard for that. Baseball? So, no, no, no. For Major League Soccer, for the Players Association. Okay. So many players have to be named all-stars, even though so many just get to play in the game. So like you're saying we I don't think. you're saying we don't know these other players? I would think they would release that, but I swore I I read something Who like that. Who names them? Probably, I don't know, the like, league. I don't know. But why I just even well, if they have question, something they... built into their contract, yeah. Why would that mean that they have to be named? It's, well, it's the built major into the contract players and if association Players Association benefit for the players is saying, hey, we have these players that have this benefit in their contract or incentive, so it's unfair to just name 16 or how many ever they name the All-Star game. Let's expand that. Okay, now we must name 24. I think that's the agreement. I really do. Huh. With the Players Association. So does that change year by year? Like, are they guaranteed a certain, like, does it change each year? Like, just because they are named an All-Star Well, it depends on each individual player's contract, I'm sure. Right. So, like, that... So then that would change yearly. Like they don't get like a, a locked in like two year oh, guarantee. I think so. no. Yeah. Yeah. Year by year we'd think. Yeah. All right. Moving on. <laughs> I knew you were gonna say that. I was about to say it before you <laughs> What moving on? You go, all right, and I was about to go moving on, but then I didn't. Great minds think alike. Yes, I do. <laughs> uh Houston Dynamo, you ninth have a place. Problem. Oh, that was bad. <laughs> <laughs> that was bad. <laughs> Houston Dynamo, ninth place. Four below points. the playoff. Four points below the playoff line. Four points below the playoff line. And we're okay. four above. Yikes. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. scary. Yikes. <laughs> scary. And it all happened so fast. Yes, it did. So fast. Ugh. June and July were not Talk kind. about a slippery slope. Hmm. Okay, so before we look at Houston... We, we have, have Sporting has <laughs> Sporting has uh Johnny out, looks to be out, and Roger is still out. And then of course Jimmy Madronda. Kyrie. Yeah, that's tough. And some guy named Brad Evans? Brad Evans. Who who is marked what? down <laughs> as an Achilles injury, if anyone didn't know. I just assumed it was like old man next to his name or <laughs> Or just nagging That's various mean. injuries, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I'm just a I just collection didn't know. of things. Yeah, I just mean I didn't know specifically what he has been. Why well, do even with, give a reason so. anymore? Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> well, now it's expected. Now it's like, oh, yeah. Like I would be more surprised to see Brad Evans in the lineup. And than... dot dot dot, Brad Evans. <laughs> but so yeah, so that gives you an idea. Like we're not going to see Brad soon at all if he's dealing with an Achilles injury. It'll be a minute for him. Or longer. Or longer. So we're going to talk lineup then? Is that what we're going to do? What do we – did you guys see anything from training? Anyone? Anyone? Other than Johnny not warming up with the team? 
Johnny running on the side. around the sideline. Did the same thing Tuesday, yep. So not really looking like he uh, will be ready for this weekend. And, I mean, it would make sense given the injuries that they've seen in the last couple months. It would probably be best to kind of hold off just because you don't want to risk Johnny Russell – because we need to see playoff Johnny. Like, am I right? Do we not need to see playoff Johnny? We yeah. need to keep Johnny healthy for playoffs. And, and he's getting rest. So, hey. Yeah, he's and we know rested. he doesn't necessarily have, like, the most juice of anyone in the world because he's done, like, at the 60th minute of every game. So Yeah, and, and he's, like, before he even came over to MLS, he had played an entire season. He hasn't really right, even right. had much of an didn't off have time an off anyway. Season. So, between that and this injury, you don't want to push it. Very true. So who steps in then for Roger? Who steps in for for Johnny? Probably easier answer for Johnny, but what do you think in the midfield? I was going to say easier for Roger. Oh, you think? I think it'll be Kuzane. Yeah. Probably. I think it'll be... Johan, huh? Not a Johan, Felipe, and Ilya setup? Uh, yeah. I don't know. Have they done that? Have those three played in the midfield together? No. I don't yeah, think because Roger has not been a part of it, so yeah, yeah, yeah. Felipe, his first game, like full game back, was I don't think he's played with Kuz. Well, I think Croze subbed for Felipe, didn't he? Yeah, yeah. If anything, I could almost see Felipe not starting. So maybe we should. Why is that? So maybe we should try to see the. I two. thought he. I mean, I thought he was fine mm-hmm. against Houston the other weekend, but overall, I didn't think he looked. FC ready. Dallas, you mean? Or FC Dallas. Yeah, it's I'm thinking, Texas teams. I'm like thinking, <laughs> I'm looking Texas at this Rangers upcoming week. weekend. Think, yeah, I'm like, who? <laughs> are we playing San Antonio too? Like, where are they at? But, um, yeah, Felipe, obviously. Uh, which it's like, I'm not even trying to be hard on him. Like, the guy just came back from a three-month injury. Yeah. That's fine, but I I don't but think, I think he was ready why, to start. I think I that's guess. why you have to let him do it now. If he was, True. If we thought he was fit last time, let him get him back in the game. Get him in a yeah. rhythm and... Yeah, yeah. I know this is a little sideline thing, but I thought it was sort of interesting. After the FC Dallas game, he was uh, Felipe was being interviewed, and um, it was one guy asking dumb questions. But anyway, <laughs> and he was asking about fatigue, and Felipe was like, oh, "Don't say tired. No, 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 don't say tired. Just, just say sore." He's <laughs> like, "Oh, you're referring tired? to aren't you tired referring to Ben? Am I? Uh, was it Ben? <laughs> I thought it was Sean." I thought it was Sean. And the po- the podcast we did after the game, yeah, Thad made fun of Ben. <laughs> did he? For I didn't listen. Fili- Sorry. For Felipe's response of like, "No, I'm not tired." Yeah. Okay. <laughs> was it him? Okay. I don't know, but I was just so insistent <laughs> on not tired. Okay, is that a word that you don't say around Peter Vermees? Yeah. Well, probably not. Yeah. yeah. Or he just took offense to it. It was like, well, we're just not back in the rhythm yet. Also, I mean, probably too coming from a guy who. You know, he, he's probably been really dedicated in his rehab process to get back. And, like, the whole that whole time, all you're doing is trying to get game fit. Yeah. And game fit means not being tired, if anything. Yeah. So you don't want to look like, you know, you've been putting in all this work. Yeah. And then your first game, your first, like, legit full game back, you're being, like, reported headlines. He, Felipe he, Gutierrez, <laughs> tired. <laughs> like, what was the language the thing where he's like, no, that's not the word. Uh, yeah, yeah. Anyway, he's like, no, it's sleepy. <laughs> it's like, not tired, not fatigued. I'm sleepy. Want to go home and go to bed. But I, w- so maybe we should play. If Thad was here, he would say, "Isn't that how the injury started in the first place?" Anyway, uh, 
maybe we should try to see Felipe and Croze out there together. Yeah. If we haven't yet. I will at least in the midfield together. Yeah, I think Ilya and Felipe can handle Roger's job and, you know, why not? And then I could see second half, Kuzain coming in for either one of the forwards, push Johan up or for... To protect our lead that we have? Yeah. Right? Okay, good. There we go. The lead. Knock on wood. So up front then with uh, Johnny out, we'll probably be the same people that started last game without Johnny. Probably. Which were Shaoli, Gerso, and Rubio. Rubio. Rubio, yeah. Yeah. And Peter seemed, after the game, really happy with Gerso. I remember him saying, Shaoli, obviously, is like his golden child of the team. He was kind of invisible, but yeah, Gerso's goal was his best goal of the year for sure. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, beautiful. Well, and I kind of want to talk about, or just bring that up a touch, because I know there's already a podcast, you know, post last weekend's game but did you guys feel that they were having some offensive trouble that whole game I mean I know they scored in that extra time period but I I know when I talked to Peter after the game he was like well our problem isn't scoring goals because they did technically like it was a 3-2 game so on paper it looks a lot closer than it was although anyone who was like watching it you know that didn't really seem to be the case the entire time so you know, what is, do you think Shallowy's having a hard time connecting with Rubio and Gerso, considering he's not playing with a Shelton or a Russell? Do you think that he was getting set up for better opportunity and with those guys versus? Well, yeah, yes. I, think, I think that it, yes, I think they're, it'll take time as they but get like, more used to each other. Out I think there. my thing is like, are there styles? Like, because the way I see it, I see Gerso, Shallowy, and Rubio. I just think that the way they all play, I don't really see how the three of them playing together could open up opportunity for the other. Like, I felt like with Johnny and Shelton, there was always this overlapping going on between uh, Shallowy and Russell, like switching sides of the field. Shelton obviously had his role holding up in the central, like, forward position, which was creating a lot of chances for Shallowy, Johnny, Zussi getting up more. I just, I feel like... Rubio does... Like, look to create for everyone else. I just thought in that game he was making, turning the wrong way. He was turning the the wrong way every time. Yeah. And then it's like he was turning, instead of like turning out and then looking for Shallowy, he was like turning into where Shallowy was running and also the player because Shallowy would be running behind the player or getting into through the space where the player was at. But we can see that like way better from where we're sitting up in the press box. That's true. It's, It's definitely you know, more difficult down on the field there. But I just think it was uh, – I think that they will. He, You know, he does look to create for them, and he he likes the back heel in the box to someone. Now, th- that'll come off one of these times. I think they just need to get more on the same page. Yeah. We'll go back to what seems to be our last win, the 3-2 to two comeback against Houston at home. Mm-hmm. Wasn't it Shaoli and Rubio who were a big part yeah. of the last two goals? Shelton, yeah. All yeah. three of those guys. Yeah. So – you know, Rubio, our uh, the extra minute, <laughs> extra yeah. minute finisher. Yes, very true. Okay, Houston. Let's discuss Houston. Let's do it. That Ellis guy, he's good. Yes. Yes, he's very good. He also got 45 minutes in the All-Star game mm-hmm. last night. Yes. Wednesday night. Which is only a benefit for us, I would think. Yeah, I'm not too worried about the 45 minutes for 
any of the players. Yeah, it's they not that big, right. but but he he just terrorized us last time we played them in the Open Cup game. He yeah. was just a menace down that right side. Yes, he's very good. And then they are missing um, in the midfield. We looked at his name, and then I lost it. Yeah, uh, Juan David Cabiza, something like that. Where's my Cabezas? injury report? I've lost it. Holding midfielder um, Matt Doyle, everybody's favorite, says uh, that they have a pretty big hole without him in that holding midfield, and they're susceptible there. So maybe we can exploit that somehow. Maybe that would be a Croze Felipe thing that would be good. To, yeah. Maybe. And any team losing a starting holding midfielder is yeah. always going to be a good sign. Right. Even if you don't know their name. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like we said, it's just an unforgiving. <laughs> yeah. Just an unforgiving position. You don't get a lot of love, but you do a lot. But a their, what's their record in the last four or five games? Not too sterling, is it? Is it? their form. Yeah, their form is not very good Win, right now. draw, win, draw, loss. Or say, sorry, I did that backwards. Loss, draw, win, draw, win. Okay, so a little better than ours, yeah, of course. I was just but say. everyone's is better than Sporting. Well, that was uh, before the. Portland games, they lost that one. So okay. Oh yeah, yeah you're right. Yeah. Loss, loss, draw, win, draw. Okay. And still better than. And it's still better. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but not by much. <laughs> okay. So what's a? Should we be worried about? Albert Ellis Elise against our center backs who are. Well, I don't know. It's so much our center moment. backs. I think it's more of our wide guys. Well. Ike is a little suspect at the moment. <laughs> yeah, that's that one. As much yeah, as it hurts me to we say, we, we can't Ike is deny such a nice that. Guy. I know, but we you can't deny that. Well, right. and I, I mean, it's not that Ike. We're sporting. He's... We're Homer enough on this show. Like, we <laughs> well, have, I just I feel we have to like... say something bad every now and then. No, I agree with you. Well, and again, when I talked to Peter after the game, and we were you know talking about Barrios getting that hat trick, and just kind of because really Barrios was giving Apara a hell of a lot of trouble back yes. there. Mm-hmm. Given that the kid is my height and Ike is what six two, right? Maybe in some change, <laughs> and he was just saying like, so that first goal was just kind of like a routine. Should have been a header back to Melia. Just kind Shouldn't of a, have a, should have been a routine clearance. That happens, and then the second goal, Melia. You can't really blame him because I do think coming out was the right thing. Gets nutmeg. That was unfortunate, and then that third one was what you know that weird bounce or whatever against Dallas. So it's like all the all three goals though were in a sense, the defense's fault. The breakdown, you although know, it may have happened higher up. You know, you were too cool to come do the podcast after the game. I know, but so I want to talk you, you can't do it now okay. because you were too cool for it. <laughs> I wasn't too cool. I was tired. Okay, I'm... But yes, good analysis. Very true. Except, I'm just saying... Except I did... That was, it looked very bad on Melia, that goal. It, yeah, it did. But yeah, that's just kind of unfortunate. But I guess what I was getting at was that it was the defense's fault. Yeah, so yeah. if there are, which it seems to be that there are holes, which needs to, as Peter said, they need to kind of like lock it up in that back four. But I think that's our biggest, uh, that's our Brad Evans Achilles, <laughs> Achilles yeah. heel. I mean, right what now. an Ellis does is he causes such chaos out on that wing that he pulls those center backs out, Yeah, you know, in a position and leaves space behind them or whatever. So that's what we need to be wary of. And I'm sure it was a topic this week in training. Well, do we think that, Lindsay is would be ready to take on like someone like that on yes. the wing. Yes, last time we faced Houston, Sesnovic was in there. Right. 
But as Ali pointed out, they lost that game. <laughs> Four to two. <laughs> so uh, I'm inclined to think Jalen is he, he's the hot hand at the moment and yeah. was like the only player that looked legit last so week. Good. So good. <laughs> and Busio. Like, will Busio and get Busio minutes again? Too, yeah. You know, getting hey, back to what Peter said, he regretted not yeah, having him in earlier. He, so. he said that in the post game. So yeah, I don't. I I would love it if he would if Busio would steal 15 minutes of every game. Oh yeah, you know that I'm, I'm all for that. I want Busio's first MLS goal to be assisted by Jalen Lindsay, <laughs> and like that is all I want. <laughs> they kind of had one. They almost had one yeah, against they, Dallas. Yeah, Jalen crossed it in for him. Yep, and then it. Yeah. He got a head on it, but yeah, that'll finish. be great if that ever happens. All right, so, like so to me, Houston is like the team that I almost hate the most. Cody, yeah, Houston's is number two. RSL for me. RSL. Well, we've just okay. seen Houston too much this year. Yeah, RSL or Seattle in the playoff but, history with Houston. Uh, yeah, they just piss me off. They really do, and it's always just so. It's like, it's like ugh, Houston. You're not. They're not even. They're not even good. <laughs> And I mean, it's just they're like, four points below the playoff line. But I know. It seemed to be our bugaboo team. It's like the one we ha- – it seems like sporting has all these different rivalries and all these games that to get up for. And it's like the Houston one's like, all right, we're, we're done with Houston. They're, they're, they're like just a little brother at this point, right? Like we're Pesky. It's like brother. K-State to KU, isn't it? Like, <laughs> yeah. But then but then every game, it's still – they just piss you off every uh-huh. time. It, uh-huh. gets, it gets scrappy, something – I know, every game. Cody encapsulated exactly how I feel. Yeah. <sighs> So, Cody, since you went to Missouri State, would that be like Missouri State to Mizzou? Since we're competitors with our in-state. Yeah, except, oh, let's you, you want to get into this? Let's get into that. <laughs> because they, they, it can't be a little brother because Mizzou is too afraid to play little brother in basketball and because they have nothing to gain from playing that game. It's like, and that actually is the same thing as KU and MU now at this yeah. point. KU has nothing to gain by ever playing a real game against Mizzou. Bill Salf's a coward. No, it's <laughs> well, but, well, yeah, like okay, I, I but get it's that. different because everyone knows that the Mizzou KU border wars bringing it back one it brings in so much freaking revenue. It doesn't matter who you are, how long you've been a Mizzou fan. If you're a Mizzou fan, whether you've been a Mizzou fan for five years or you've been a Mizzou fan since the day you were born, yeah. everyone knows about the rivalry between Mizzou and KU, and it brings in so much money. It does a ton of good stuff whenever they do a charity game. And Bill Self's like, no, we're scared of Michael Porter Jr., well, hey, which like, doesn't count record, anymore. For the record, I, I was oh, when I was at Missouri <laughs> Sorry, State. Everyone. When I was at Missouri State, at least one of those years, they had a better basketball team than Mizzou. So, not little brother all the way. <laughs> And also, also, I think at one point they approached or even passed Mizzou in the amount of undergrad. Like there were literally more students at Missouri State. I think at one point. When Missouri hey, State a- has a long history in my family, so yeah. yeah, back when it was that's where my mom went. Back when it was Southwest. Back when it was SMS. That's mm-hmm. where my sister went. Yeah, my brother, my niece just graduated. Nice Spring Many Vegas friends. I miss Spring Vegas. Yeah. My mom and my aunt went both went there, but my dad. Actually, my dad's the only. It's a great one party town. Mizzou- I have some cousins who went there. I actually have more family that went to Missouri State than I do Mizzou. Where are my Missouri- Where are my bears at? Comment on our comment on this post. Where are my tigers? I want to know if I got who any, wins any tigers bears or bears in a fight. <laughs> oh my! In the wild. Ooh, that would be <laughs> a, that would be fun. I like that. Okay. Um. Anything else? Houston v SKC. Um, another... We need three points. Yes. Of course, I said that last week. It didn't happen, but we need three points. Yeah, well, last week was a. We said it was kind of a must-win. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I guess Woo! that means this is too. 
Oh, Any yes. game from here on out is kind of a must win. I feel like. <laughs> yeah, they could. So, yeah, they could. We at the end of this weekend, they could be one point. Don't ab- say it, Cody. They, Don't they, say it. They could be one point above the red line. Oh, we're still above the red line. Okay, well that's 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 positive. Barely Just, hanging on. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Vancouver can jump to thirty-two with a win. Yikes. Hmm. But it's still over the line, even with this horrible stretch. And, you know, are we going to get into this? Is, is this on your agenda? Okay, yes, it is. Okay. All right. Yeah, the final thing that's, yeah. Uh, uh, a new, we were just, I, I, man, I missed the opportunity to segue. We were just, we were talking about oh. the poor the poor defense. Uh, yes, uh, rumor, report. The Sporting Kansas City is, quote, to sign. Does that, and it was confirmed that we have made an offer? Is that, that they, did they confirm they were pursuing or that they made an offer? The The club confirmed that w- the, the, they're pursuing center back Andreu Fontas. Fontas. Has anyone heard Another that name? Another Barcelona product? Has anyone heard that name pronounced out loud yet? No, <laughs> Fontes, I have Fontes, not. Fontas, don't you want Fontas, Fontas? Like the Fantic Marie Fontas? Didn't know about nice. that one, Allie. Okay, nice. Well, that was good. Cool. She is an encyclopedia over there. I work in advertising. I can't you don't know Fanta? <laughs> Like have you never seen that commercial? I know Fanta as a soda. Commercials. Yeah, no, that's the yeah. that's a commercial. That's oh, what okay. She's, that's what we're talking about here. I, I don't know the commercial. I'm sorry. Fanta's good. Okay, yes, it is. Andreu Fontas Fontas. Don't you want to stop it? <laughs> Was he 28? So yes, he's supposed to be the replacement for Emiliano. Uh, 28 year old Barcelona B, former Barcelona B, um, was with. Wait. Was with the first team, Barcelona, when they were winning all of that. I assume <laughs> he was all of that. <laughs> he was on the bench, but he was on first team. Well, we certainly need some center back depth. Yes, they do. Yes. But is this going to be the only addition in this window? And well, they only have a week to do this one. Yeah, because the window closes the eighth. Today's the second. Yeah, and less we than a week. haven't heard much. Of anything on the striker front. I don't see it happening. I don't either, unfortunately. And I honestly don't think it's the need. Like, I think the center back is way more of a need than... They're both needed. <laughs> They're both needed. Yes, they are. <laughs> I mean... Some midfield depth would be nice, too, but... Every, every time I ever, as optimistic as I am, every time I ever reach the point where I'm just like, screw it, I give up. I'm angry. Whatever. Then they, then I, then they make me sound stupid. So maybe Rubio will put up a brace this weekend. But they need a striker. Someone that just everyone's looking at me. Someone Bob's that just has the ability. There's only to, three of us in here. So, <laughs> and I know, um, I know Felipe being in the lineup. I mean, the last game wasn't an example of it, but he alleviated a lot of the feeling that we needed a striker. And so that he is someone that's in the lineup that I think is lethal that if given a chance will put the ball away. Yeah. Agreed. But they need another one of those players. Yeah, well, I just think it's unfortunate when Felipe went out because if he was able to kind of like keep riding that hot streak that he was on, he was in like great shape, he was playing really well, connecting with the players, was a leading goal scorer in like the first what, 2, 3 months. And then goes down with an injury. I Had he been able be to right. keep that up, it's like, okay, he was scoring 
then Johnny was scoring, Shallowy was scoring. It was like between those three, it was like things were looking really good, and then he was injured, and then it's like other injuries and yeah, it's weird not, things. It's definitely I have not forgotten around like yes, there was that run, and we were even. You and I were even on the boat that they don't need to sign a striker even without Felipe, even when Felipe yeah. wasn't playing. And so I'm not saying the task at hand will be impossible without a striker. Yeah. But it would Man. They But like, it's like we know Peter Vermees. Peter Vermees isn't gonna take a two month bad stretch of games and act by by like by Yeah, he's not rashly, gonna, right. He's yeah. not gonna make a financial risk because of you know and i don't think he's gonna look at yeah exactly i don't think he because i don't think he's like honestly that worried i think he's mad obviously like the guy always wants to win and he has really high expectations but i don't think that he would look at this last month and be like we need a striker and we're gonna buy one and just say f it and like do it well what we need hopefully he does know that they need a striker hopefully he does have that in his head but but yes i agree but like maybe for next season and not (laughs) yeah the striker we need is, like I was saying with Ellisor, we need someone that has gravitational pull because we play so much to the width. We mm-hmm. need somebody that attracts attention, and, and I'm going to go pro Shelton here. He did that because mm-hmm. he held the ball well, battled well, but Rubio doesn't do that. Shalloway doesn't do that mm-hmm. when he's center forward. Hasn't yet, anyway. Yeah. We I like just need somebody to have that gravitational yeah. pull and attract attention, defenders, and open it up for everybody else. I like how you reluctantly... Yeah, well, when pro, when pro Shelton, <laughs> but it's like and you had to announce it. And I, I totally get it though, because it's like that one thing that he did was so good for like so many other people on right. the field. Yeah, and it was also kind of that like uh, Elia situations. Like in a way, Shelton was playing this like unforgiving role or un you know rewarding role yeah, right, because right. of the kind of the way that he played, and he wasn't doing that and then scoring goals. He was doing that but opening up the field for other people. And like you said, it's like. Rubio just doesn't seem to be able to do that. Shallowy, I don't think has like one. I don't think he like has the the amount of like bulk, the bulk or like the yeah, physical yeah. nature that like Shelton like his presence brings. And Shallowy's also said plenty of times like he prefers to play it on the wing. Like he can, he's yeah. shown that he can play in that central forward role, but his preference and I think his threat comes out on the wing. We've like we've seen. said this many times about Shallowy and his lack of his man muscles. But They'll like, come. I was going to say that, but, but, but his boy, his boy is, is Cristiano Ronaldo. Like if that's your if that's your guy, dude, get in the gym. Hey, we you <laughs> like, said you said last creatine. game Where's that against Dallas. He was looking he's looking stronger. He's getting oh, there. I think I think you misunderstood me. I think I was saying the opposite. <laughs> I think I was disappointed that he's still. I was like, no, Why? you literally said he looks strong. Yes, you did. You're lying. Oh, I think I, I think I was like, why is he still? I was asking the question like, he's. We've been saying this for a long time, and he still doesn't look any bigger. <laughs> okay, well, he just turned what, twenty two, twenty one, twenty two. Well, get in there and bulk up. Look like your boy Cristiano. <laughs> he's not short. Like he's tall. If, if if he was all of a sudden big and bulky, then he could be a a scary person running around out there. Yeah, he has a long way to go. Yes. <laughs> Yeah. So if that forward is not on our roster at the moment, Shelton injured, I think we do need a forward yes. in this window. Chad Smith is somewhere screaming that Rubio is going to be that guy. Mm. Mm. But I'm all for giving him a chance. We're but skeptical here in the studio, yeah. Chad. Yeah. Bring him in with like two minutes left. Sure. <laughs> Heck yeah. 
Yeah, give him the last 15 of a game and And that's when we see that's when he brings the magic. Is in the final final minute minutes. Yeah. 